You're listening to the Panther Podcast, a podcast for Oconto Falls staff by Oconto Falls staff. I'm your host, Jason Schmidt. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Panther Podcast. This is Jason. I'm here with uh, Dean Hess, Superintendent of Schools for Oconto Falls School District. Thanks again for joining me, Dean. You bet. Good morning, Jason. Good morning. Uh, so we are uh, we're gonna talk today about a little bit about the calendar process that we have here in the district. You know, this is something that um, a lot of people uh, really have a lot of. Um, I don't want to necessarily say strong passion. Yes, it's a very <laughs> passionate topic for a lot of people. Absolutely. Um, and you know, I think this is a really good opportunity for us to kind of demystify that process a little bit and explain to people kind of how you arrive at the <coughs> the decisions that you make and the and the things that you do. So, uh, if you wouldn't mind, just really briefly, take me through the process of how the calendar gets developed every year. Absolutely. Um, I'm gonna apologize to everybody. I have a cold going on here, but. Uh... I appreciate the opportunity, Jason. Ultimately, we want to thank everybody who gave input for the generation of the 2020-2021 calendar. Uh, As people know, we strive to do the best we can to reach out and get feedback from everyone. Um, We allow people to give us their thoughts electronically, and we also let people know that uh, they had representation from each of their buildings, and so they could go with their building rep and share information or share directly with their principal. And we recognize that uh, we have a lot of different moving parts, and therefore uh, we get the people together that represent each building, and we sit down and we look at what we've done in the past, what we felt went well with that process, as well as what are some things that we might want to change to make it better and improve it. Mm -hmm. Um, As you can imagine, some of the key pieces to the calendar that people are interested in are their professional development days and, and where they fall throughout the year, um, vacation days, and where those fall specifically, what we're going to do for Thanksgiving break, what we're going to do for the Christmas holiday, possibly what's going to happen for spring break. And then on a lot of people's mind is when's that last day of school scheduled for? That's very important. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> this year, as like always, uh, we had quite a bit of feedback Um, people brought that to the table for our discussions. We met multiple times as a school district calendar committee and probably the the most uh, important part of that process was each one of the buildings brought a calendar that they felt met a majority of the requests of their people that they serve and so we had an opportunity then to kind of do a gallery walk and look at uh, six different calendars potential calendars that were created and, and and get that narrowed down to a couple, which we then took to the board. Um, here at this last December board meeting, then the board uh, made a decision and we're going to be pushing that calendar out here sometime soon. We still have to add the parent-teacher conferences into it in mm-hmm. the early release days, but everything else has been designated. And so we'll get that out there as soon as possible to people so they can start planning. So just so I can make sure I understand the way that this works, um, you have a, a group of people from each building, um, teachers, administrators, um, a, a variety of sources of input um, in, in how to come up with this calendar. And then um, the, each of those different groups puts a calendar together. You guys look at them all. And then it basically comes down to a vote. Um, yep, and absolutely. Then, and then the two highest vote getters are the ones that get presented to the board. And then the board makes the ultimate decision 
based on the recommendations of the committee. Is that is that accurate? Absolutely. And as you can imagine, some of these different moving pieces, you have an infinite number of options that you could choose. Um, so we'll give you an example. The November break, what we've been doing is we've been taking off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for Thanksgiving. And people have been very appreciative of that Wednesday. They mm -hmm. told them it gives them time to travel if they're needing to go out of town. Um, in some districts, they only take the Thursday, Friday. And in some districts, they take the whole week. Right. And for us, the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday seems to work fairly well. With that stated, we recognize that we have uh, a significant number of young people at the high school level that take the Monday, Tuesday off right. for what some people will call the largest holiday in Wisconsin, which is deer season. Right. <laughs> um, there is a lot of family and friend uh, activities that go on during deer season, and so they have a, a significant number of students that are out Monday and Tuesday. And So one of the calendars that was considered had the whole week um, of Thanksgiving break off. Uh, as you can imagine, though, taking two more days off in November meant that um, the calendar went a little bit longer, so it went into that second week of June. In one of the pieces with the calendar that the board did approve is the potential of getting out on the 3rd of June, which is in the first week of June. And right. We haven't done that for quite a few years, so this calendar that, that the board has taken action on has us, for the first time in a long time, the potential of getting out uh, on that 3rd of June in that first week. Um, and obviously that also is based on snow days, right? which is a whole other topic. Right. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, when we're, when we're putting these calendars together, um, there are certain parameters and requirements that we have to meet, right? So could you just, uh, just briefly explain how yep. we, how we have to arrive at the calendar that we have? Absolutely. And we got some pretty good feedback before we got started. One of the things that came up a lot um, was the misconception that we could start school in August. And it's actually state statute that doesn't allow us to do that. Interesting. Um, because I, I think that if that statute wasn't there, I'm pretty confident um, we would have a significant number of school districts that would be starting in August such that they could get out potentially at the end of May. Right. Um, but state statute won't allow that. And so that was one of the things that we shared with our committee early on because we had had some of those requests. Uh, in the O'Connell Falls School District, we do 177 student contact days. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the pieces that we start out with. We have seven professional development days, and so okay. that's something that we also make sure that we add into our calendar. Um, again, there's always some potential for manipulating those numbers, but that would have to be a board action. Right. Um, we put in more minutes besides the the state requirements um, that we've already talked about there's a required number of minutes of instruction mm -hmm. and it's different by different levels so the elementary has a set number of minutes required the middle school has a little bit higher number of minute requirement and then the high school has the highest number of minute requirement which makes sense yep and so we make sure that we build in more minutes of instruction that are required Thus, when we have snow days, um, it's not automatic that they're all going to be made up because it will actually, again, be a board decision. And in our, kind of the way we've done business, uh, the board has in the past supported the concept 
that we do not make up the first snow day or the third snow day. Mm -hmm. And we tend to make up the second and the fourth. And then if we go any snow days beyond that, the board will take into consideration how many minutes we have. And as long as we make the minute requirement, they've been flexible in their previous decisions. That's good. So, um, so we have, we have the requirements that we have with the, with the state and, you know, the number of minutes and days that kids need to come in and things like that. Yep. Is that ever a consideration for, um, like teacher contract days too? You know, we try and. It is. That's something that the board has to be thoughtful of. Mm -hmm. Um, I, first off, I believe our board has been and continues to be very appreciative of all of the extra time and, and effort that our, our staff puts in. And so I think they take that into account. Um, they recognize that as a profession, there's uh, a lot of folks that put forth a tremendous amount of energy over and above what we would consider to be a reasonable work day right. every day. And therefore, when we get down to that end of the year, um, there's been times where they may turn a, a snow day into professional development day mm -hmm. rather than student contact. Or they may decide that there's been enough time put in that year and they just will not make up a day. Um, or they may not make up multiple days. Right. So essentially, the, the board recognizes that even though there's a contract with the teachers, um, they have the flexibility to, to adjust as they feel is, is best. Yeah. So making the best use of your human resources, you know, because teachers get tired. Absolutely. So. And, and when you go back to the, the roadmap with our five key interests on it, one of those is retaining quality people. Right. And so when the board shows their appreciation in some of those decision-making situations, I, I think that it goes a long ways. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, for one, am one of those people that really appreciates the fact that, you know, you are a little bit flexible with contract days and things like that because I've been in places and I've heard of places that are not that way. And the morale of the staff is much lower than it would normally be. So a small gesture like that really does go a long way. So on behalf of everybody else who I'm sure appreciates that, um, just want to thank you for your leadership and for the board to listen to you and, <laughs> and, uh, to go along with that because that, you know, it, it really does go a long way towards morale and attracting and retaining the, the quality staff that you want to have working in the district. So, well, and on that same note, I, I think the board feels the same way. The board greatly appreciates when those staff members are going above and beyond, um, the day on the clock has come and gone, mm -hmm. and yet there's still young people who need assistance, and those folks will either stay late and give them face-to-face -face assistance, or they're providing them feedback uh, after hours, which we all know is is becoming more the norm. Yep. Um, and so that, that door swings both ways. Right. So I, I know that they're very appreciative when the people are going above and beyond to help our kids. And that's definitely something that we see a lot. Um, any any final thoughts, I guess, on calendar? You know, what are your future plans or anything like that? We have things going, um, getting ready for 21-22. Has that process already started? Or, um, you know, are we thinking ahead to just we want to let this one land and see where we go from here? Well, both. I think people can expect to receive their 2020-21 calendar here soon. Um, again, it's going to have some pieces in there that will need to be decided at their building level relative to uh, when they're going to conduct a parent-teacher conferences. 
but again, we're already going to get rolling then on the 21-22 calendar. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're set to have our first calendar committee meeting uh, February 4th to be looking at a year out. Um, and we've not done that before here in O'Connell Falls, but it's something that we think could be very helpful. So I anticipate that some of the things that we just were involved in in the 2020-2021 calendar could potentially have an effect on the following year's calendar. So an example is the spring break. Uh, this year we were um, scheduled for the next calendar as we had discussed a year ago. Mm-hmm. Previously we did an every other year spring break. And right now with this, this most recent decision, we did not go that direction. We decided to do a four-day weekend. Um, and so maybe they'll decide to do something different with spring break the following year. Who knows? Right. But that will be... Again, feedback that comes from the people that are representing each one of the buildings and also the decision that the board will make. Um, and so I think that, again, it'll, it'll be a, a passionate conversation. Right. I think people will be trying to think about what will work best um, for their organizations, and, and we'll see where it takes us. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, I, I for as as somebody who's been involved in this process and other places that I've been, um, I do appreciate all of the 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 thought and the effort and the time that goes into developing something like this. Um, you know, the level of input that you get from staff and you know having having as many voices be heard. Um, you know, it's never. And we kind of talked about this a little bit in our in our preparations. You know, it's kind of kind of the mark of a good compromise when not you know nobody everybody comes away with something to complain about. So, <laughs> you know, I, it really, um, you know, it seems like, it seems like you really, uh, have, have done a thoughtful job of putting this together and thinking about all of the different constituencies that are involved and, you know, really kind of working together to, um, present the best option for, for the students, for, you know, for the, for the school and for the teachers and everybody involved. So, um, do appreciate all the effort and time that goes into this. Well, and I think you're spot on. I mean, we talked about it as a calendar committee. We have conflicting interests, um, mm-hmm. depending on, you know, sometimes what level you're at or sometimes even within the same uh, organization because it depends on what the students are involved in, depends on what the adults are involved in. And spring break was an example. That that was a very uh, a very long and, and arduous conversation mm-hmm. because... For some people, having a, a week away is very beneficial, and for some, not so much. Right. And vice versa. For some, having a four-day weekend is is highly um, appreciated, and for some, not so much. Right. And so, with those conflicting interests, we did the best that we could, and we'll continue to do that. And I share with people if if after you get the calendar, that you'll have a chance to take a look at it. And then shortly after that, we'll be having that February meeting. By all means, please share your thoughts um, with the people that will be representing your school. And, and we'll do the best we can to bring up a new draft for the next one. Excellent. Thanks for all of the information. Um, if people have, uh, if they want to find out who's on the calendar committee for their building, they just talk to an administrator Yep. and just see who they need to talk to and get some input and kind of make sure that the building's interests are represented, right? Absolutely. Okay, excellent. Jason, as always, I really appreciate your help with these podcasts, and I wish everybody a a great holiday as we're getting, we're a few days out from getting on break, so. Yeah, 
Well, I appreciate your time. I know you've got a lot going on, and this is um, hopefully a beneficial thing for. Um, I mean, it's 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 if nothing else, it's really beneficial for me because that helps me understand how everything works around here. So, um, I do appreciate your time, and uh, thanks everybody out there for listening.